thing. I notice manners like crazy in another dude because if I'm potentially going to date you, you better have fucking good manners. Yeah, listen you up, know? guys. And if you listen don't up. set those higher standards for yourself yeah. and for the guys you date, you're not going to find the one that's right for you and you're going to end up settling. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. All right, it's time to drop the distractions, embrace your purpose, and get your ass in gear. It's the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, along with your other host today, the lovely Lexi Rodriguez from beautiful San Diego, California, USA. How you doing, Lex? It's wintertime in San Diego, and it's fucking freezing, but I did go to the beach today already, of course, so it's clear, not that of, bad. of course you did, yeah. and, and that's what they make full suits for, just saying. Uh, it's exactly. Wi- it's wintertime in Phoenix, Scottsdale right now, and it's a chilly 85 degrees, so get your sweaters out out here. Yeah, you know, it's uh, the air conditioners are still on. And uh, and there's no really no surprise. So let's jump right into it. Uh, this is going to be an interesting show for me because uh, we didn't talk about this prior to the show because I didn't yeah. want to talk to you about this prior to the show, this specific mm-hmm. subject. The subject is manners. And I, I just have one question to start off the show to you because I, I really want to know from a millenni- card-carrying, flag-waving millennial Gen Wire like yourself – what you think do you think from your 29 years on this planet that <laughs> you're that uh, you see a difference in is there a manners crisis going on right now I don't think that it's a crisis but I'm more aware of the people who don't have manners that are in my age range and luckily I have people in my life that a lot of them do have manners but you're right. I do see the ones where I'm like, how the fuck did you get this far in life with not knowing that when someone opens the door for you, you say thank you. That's it. Okay. Thank that you. Simple. Right. Thank you very much. Because as a, as a crusty Gen Xer, of course, I'm going to come across like the guy who says, you know, to get, get the hell off my lawn. Right. I mean, that's kind of because right. it, it, it's always, and if you look back on it, there's also, you can look back on quotes from like Socrates and generations back. And it's always been where the older generation typically looks down on the younger generation and thinks that they're not respectful enough, which I, which I totally get. And that's why I didn't want to speak with you ahead of time on this because I wanted your opinion in regards to what you see from your perspective as a part of the generation, because you guys are getting back. I I went online just to see if there were any, you know, pertinent articles on this thing. And it's amazing how many articles are bashing the shit out of millennials and manners. I have to say personally, I see it, but I also see it not just with you guys. I see it with everybody. And I think it has, I see it with everybody. And I think it, and personally, I think it has much to do about the technology and the fact that with the way that that the smartphones are happening and social media is happening and and everything else that is, is associated with that there's just a less there's a lack of awareness why do you think that it's because of social media I think I think it's because that's taking over the attention I mean people have that okay. as something that's now they're they're focusing on 
And when I went through the articles, most of it was based on on people trying to interact with other people that were looking at their phones. Or we also talked. Yeah. Remember during the the dating thing too, we talked yeah. about the fact that even if you, if you if you have your phone on the table, it acts as a third entity. And people. So are, I think you know, that so it's, it's a lack of presence, and I think that presence can change anybody's life and it can change anybody's relationship, whether it's a work relationship or like we talk about a lot, the lady that makes your coffee every morning. If you're right, if you're not present and you're on Instagram or there's that lull where you're not talking to anyone and you're waiting for the lady to make your coffee and you stand there and you think this is what drives me crazy is when millennials or even other generations think that that silence means, oh my God, it's going to be silent for 30 seconds. I got to pull out my phone and be on my phone. Not only is it disrespectful to the person that is serving you because they are serving you your coffee, you know, they, that's a big deal. You need your coffee in the morning. This chick is doing it. Ask her how her day is that my coffee chick, I know all about her kids. You know what I mean? I know right, you're but you're talking Stop. about yeah. But you're talking about interaction as a person. You're, right. It's it's that's interaction and and having and, right. and understanding. And that's a big that's a big thing now in terms of the articles and what they're talking about is the fact that there's no personal communication and and personal relationships that because of the fact that since you have something that you can actually connect with and you don't have to interact and expose yourself and be more vulnerable with somebody in person, you can just sit there on your phone and scroll through your stuff. And, and, right, and, and it's absolutely unacceptable. And it's all it's doing is hindering your growth. Because like I always say, exploring others is exploring yourself. And you are going to be exploring your fucking Instagram and not learn anything but what fuck Jerry posts on his page every day, which I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. But that's all you're filling your brain with. Like, Gosh, I can't imagine your conversations you do have. Well, and, and that's and, and hence the problem. And again, I have to stress uh, that uh, th- this is not just a millennial issue. I don't think I think it's an everybody issue. As a matter of fact, they did a study on just uh, and this is sort of not related, but it is. Uh, but they did a study on like texting in the car and, and, and having mm-hmm. you having your phone on in the car and looking at shit in the car and stuff. Yeah. And they, and they indicated that there, there was no, it wasn't just a millennial thing. It was like across the board, even yeah, you know, you know older what people really... doing all that bullshit and stuff. I'm like, God, get, get off your fucking phone. Right. Just, how totally. hard is so, it? How hard is it? I think that, I don't know what, what route you want to go, but when it comes to like dating etiquette, when it comes to work etiquette, when it comes to friendship, um, when it comes to texting and, 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 uh, let's call it technological, um, etiquette, you need to know a few things to, to keep your, yourself present. So I went on a date the other night and the guy I was with, um, left his phone in the car and it was cool because he's like, Oh, I left my phone in the car as we're walking in to this restaurant. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like you can go get it if you need to or whatever. And he was just like, no, it's fine. I don't need it. So it was cool because not only was it in the car, I mean, not only was it just in his pocket, it was in the car. Mm -hmm. So it was not even a thing. And it made me feel like I had to keep my phone in my purse, which was totally fine. But the presence and the interaction for that hour was even more amplified than it would have been if he would have had his phone in his pocket, even just knowing your phone is in your pocket. I mean, even for me, just knowing my phone was in my purse, I probably wasn't as present as he was. He was, he had to be present. I was his entertainment, you know? Yeah. I was what he was 
reading. Uh, first of all, great move. If if he intentionally uh, did that, then that's Set pretty. To that's, say that's, that's that, right? <laughs> that, that's and so guys listening to this, if you do that, do that, do that. Oh, totally. Was, do I that. was impressed. Totally. I was totally impressed. So he's, that's a brilliant move. If he if he unintentionally <laughs> did that, hopefully he understands what a good move that was. If he intentionally did that, then good for him. That, because on a date, pretty, if we want to go there, on a date, a lot of times people bring their phones as a safety or a, a security blanket or a safety net. You know, when you don't have anything to say, like I was just speaking about, you bust out your phone. Or when you're in the car doing that awkward drive to the restaurant, you're on Instagram or you're texting your girlfriend like, okay, he's cute. He opened the door for me. It's going good so far. Th- those are all... Those are all crutches. And I think to be completely vulnerable on a date, you you can't have that technology involved. And to get the most out of a date, you can't have that technology involved. So maybe challenge yourself. I want all of our listeners, the next time they're with someone they're interested in or exploring, challenge. I want you guys to challenge yourselves and put that phone in another room or... Or don't even bring it, you know, and, and see how you it, you will feel different. It may not seem like a big deal, but you will feel vulnerable. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would think from a from a, a girl's perspective, I would say, you know, bring it just for a safety thing. But but at least but, but don't you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But but that's a da- that's a dad talking. I mean, that's you kinda, get what I you know, mean. But, but, I, but I know what you mean. But but at least keep it keep it away and, and and don't go to it every single time. But that's the whole thing. It's a matter of. You know, it's, it's when the car was invented, you know, people wanted to jump on cars because it was easier and they could go further and they didn't have to get tired and all that stuff. So when, you know, as the smartphone comes into play and people are go to that because it's, it, it's easier and it keeps them from having to, you know, put themselves out there. And I can understand the reasons why people always, you know, take the straight line or always take the easier way. But in terms of over of what we talk about, and somebody looking for overall growth and development, and especially when it comes to communi- interpersonal communication skills, it, it's definitely absolutely a necessary thing to do to keep the phone out of it as much as you possibly can. Yeah. So I think that there are a couple absolute non-negotiables when it comes to etiquette. These aren't things relative oh, I, I'd to love the to hear individual. These. I'd love to hear the, what you um, have to think about that. Well, okay. So what I'm what I'm saying is saying thank you after someone opens a door. Um, little, little things like that, like shaking someone's hand when you first meet them, right hand, right hand, you know, little, little things like that. Uh, those are, those are non-negotiables, but there are certain steps when it comes to, uh, let's just put dating out there that I think you can, you can arrange so that they are relative to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I was reading a couple of articles where they were saying that, when you're on a first date, don't drink too much or whatever. Don't order the most expensive thing on the menu or don't <laughs> don't kiss on the first date or whatever. Well, you know, the, the, the think, first two, maybe the last one's always, right. always I negotiable, think that those I would think. should all be relative to who you are. I mean, honestly, if you're having a fun time with someone and you guys just end up drinking too much, don't beat yourself up about it. Just, you know, be okay with it, you know? And if it doesn't make you feel anxious the next day, then maybe it was a good time and you did the right thing. I just think that people can't, they don't take this too seriously. What we're talking about is more about just being a good human. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is interacting and having, and it all comes down to levels of awareness. The things that, that kind of came to mind initially for me were, it was, 
the with cell phone, you know, cell phones in terms of just the, the, the etiquette in using a cell phone around somebody else, it, it shouldn't take priority over an interpersonal relationship or a communication. I mean, if you're talking to somebody and they and you're trying to have a meaningful back and forth and your cell phone goes off or you get a ding and, and you don't you don't just go, you know, Pavlov and, and and go to your phone because the ding goes off while this person's trying to convey some something to you and trying to right. to converse with you. The uh and then just not paying attention, you know, people that are people just just walking along and then bumping into people or going out in traffic you're not paying attention there's no personal responsibility in regards to if you're going if you're going to deal with this and have your phone going then you know ha- you still have to have a level of awareness that you're not the only entity in the universe anymore even though in your phone right, you are totally. but there's other people around you and and you you all yeah. you still have an obligation to relate to people around you if you want to or not it's just yeah, a matter, it's just a people, matter of the movement, you know? Just walking into a room with poise and presence and, and with a smile on your face and kind of trying to deliver the best energy to me is someone very well mannered. Whether what something negative is going on in your life or not, when you walk into a room full of people, whether it's a business meeting, a date, you're bartending at a restaurant, you better come in that room with the best energy. Because even when I'm at a bar, actually, another story, I had a waitress at a restaurant the other day, and she was such a bitch. And it wasn't even like she was trying to be a bitch. You could just tell she was in a bad mood. And I was not down with it. I felt I was offended that she couldn't just leave that shit at the door and let me enjoy my night. So being able to leave whatever else is going on in your life at the door as you walk down the street and get your coffee or go to a restaurant or go to work is a huge part of being a well-mannered adult human being, right? You can't stomp your feet and walk into an office and think that people are going to receive you well because they're fucking not. I can read energy probably better than anyone, but I know damn well the most naive person can read if I'm in a bad fucking mood. And to me, that's not being a responsible adult is letting my mood leak into other people's energy i guess or at or the room you know it's it's not yeah well i mean it's, and i mean especially if you're if you're interacting with them and you want to be you always want to be a giver you always want to leave someplace a little bit better than it was before you got there i mean that's sort of a if you're listening to this or you you uh, read self-help personal development stuff i think that the minimal that you would like to do is to be a positive presence wherever you happen to go and even if you're in a shitty mood or something's happened and you're trying to process through that you still are trying to be conscious and trying to be the best possible person you can be and you know and that makes sense but it's I have to tell you from an older generation standpoint, there's some minimal stuff that everybody needs to do. And uh, in regards to just having some common kindness and understanding of other, of other people. Yeah. It's just saying thank you, saying thank you. If somebody does something, saying thank you. When somebody's talking to you, then pay attention and listen to them. Listen. Now, a lot of, oh my gosh. just fucking listen to them. And it's not, they may go on and on and on and on, but there's a way that you can kind of, what I always do with somebody who, who continues to just vamp and talk about nonsense on and on, I actually do interrupt them, but I interrupt them with something that they're talking about to get them back on track. So there's a totally. way that you, can, that you <laughs> there's a way that you can, can, I call it respectfully interrupting. 
So if they're blah, 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 right. blah, then you'd say, oh, wait a minute. Did you, when, back when you said da, 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 does that mean, you know, and then you can kind of re, you can kind of redirect them into something that's more constructive, have them finish that thought and then, and then hit the, hit the ejector button. But, and you're kind of helping them through it quicker. So you're not wasting both of your time. And I, I do yeah. that all the time. But you know what? Yeah. Listening will change your life because you will start to process their thoughts more than your own opinions. And sometimes I think that this is rude and this is not even, um, this is unheard and unseen. If I'm, me and you are having a conversation and you're talking and I'm just thinking about how much you're fucking talking and then my opinion on what you're saying, then I'm not truly listening. Right. But if exactly. I'm quiet and I'm really listening to what you say, I may receive something you're saying completely different than if I had all those thoughts in my head. You follow? Absolutely. It's such a tough balance though, isn't it, Lex? I mean, that's the whole thing. You know, it's... As having a therapy background, I I was trained to be able to listen intently and to be able to do that. But if you're caught up, it you've had a couple of drinks. I just had a wine party here, and we're all kind of you know shooting the shit back and forth. You had a couple of drinks, and you're going back and forth, and somebody says something, and you automatically want to react because you want to you want to add something to it. It's so yeah. hard to not do that. And when you when I you've know. had a couple of drinks, you just do. You throw your shit in there and just say, "Oh my god, I can't believe." Yeah, I, you know, when I went there this you know past summer, da da da, like because it kind of keeps the the conversation going. But overall, if you want to do it the if you want to do it the right way and respectfully, it's a matter of of allowing somebody and being present for somebody to complete the thought and then generate something after that. But it's it, that's really hard to do because. Especially when somebody throws five or six or seven things at you and you want to talk about the first thing that they threw at you. I know. <laughs> That's tough. really tough. But it's, it's fine. tough to do. And it's totally cool if that happens. Um, because people will notice. That's the thing. I think that a lot of times people don't, <laughs> don't mind their manners too much because it's funny. My grandma always used to tell me, mind your manners. What did she mean by that? Like be mindful of them. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's what she meant. I mean, she spoke broken English, so she probably mm-hmm. didn't really mean what I thought she meant, but mm-hmm. it, it stuck with, and it's like, mind your manners, whether people notice it or not, or, or whether you think they notice it or not. I think sometimes when someone sneezes, someone doesn't say, God bless you or bless you, whether you believe right. in God or not, because they don't think it's really that big of a deal. I will say God bless you to someone in a yoga class, mm-hmm. even when we're in the middle of deep meditation, because it mm-hmm. is a reflex. And that person, honestly, it, not that it's going to make a huge difference in their life, but I know damn well when I sneeze and a stranger across the street says, God bless you. I'm like, damn, yeah. cool. Humanity's fucking real. You know, it makes me feel yeah. good. Little things like that. People notice. I get told sometimes that, and I not to toot my own horn, but it's a big deal when someone tells you I could just tell you're a good person because it makes me sit back and kind of be like, cool, the manners I'm minding, even though some people are fucking assholes, are making an impact on my presence mm-hmm. in a room. And all you it, the, the bottom line is all you should be worried about is the presence you are making, not in an egotistical way, but because you yeah, want it's the opposite to of ego, actually be pushing positive mm-hmm energy forward into the community or whatever community yeah that it's it, well it, it's the opposite of ego the ego is the thing that's keeping you buried in your phone it's the it's the egocentric nature of you and just you and you don't give a shit about anybody else around you i was doing a quick um like self-inventory a few weeks ago because i was like you know the, what are the what are the things that make me lose my shit 
Just yeah. the things that really, because like everybody says, you know what, you know what's the secret? And I always say, well, I really don't care about ninety nine percent of stuff, but there are a few things that really, really bug the fuck out of me. And there, and there, and there's a reason why they they're all connected. And and what they are is uh, people who don't use their turn signals. I drive a lot. Uh, people who don't say thank you. People who don't hold the door open for you. Uh, and, and what do all those have in common? They'll, all those things have in common is they're not, they're not aware. They're, they're not aware yeah, or people, exactly. people who throw shit out the window, like cigarette butts and stuff, Ugh. all that stuff that pisses me off. Like you not, cause they don't, they're, they're not aware and they don't care and they don't understand that, that we all live on the same earth and we all right. need to work together. And if, and if somebody's, if I'm holding the door open for somebody, uh, and and somebody just walks out and doesn't say thank you then what the fuck <laughs> i mean i swear i mean yeah. i i can't even i can't even comprehend a, any particular scenario where that would ever happen with me where would somebody would open the door for hold the door open for me if i had like a box or whatever and right. uh or if i was or if i was if i was a girl and somebody did that that i wouldn't say thanks i mean i don't there's the right. you know so but it all comes from Lack of awareness and lack of understanding that we're all trying to be trying to work on the same team or we should work on the same team. And those are the things right. that make me lose my shit because I, I have such high expectations of myself. I have such high ex- expectations of the people around me in my tribe and of my clients once they leave me that you know, yeah. when I see other people out, out there acting like fucking idiots then I then I lose it because I think you know, it's not that hard. Well, it's not that tough. A few other challenges I would like to give to our listeners is when it comes to opening a door, maybe even if that person is five steps behind you, wait and open it. Stand there. Take take five extra seconds to stand there and wait and hold the door because like I said, it may not make a humongous impact in that person's life, but it will make an impact. Yeah. And giving is rewarding and i think that if you give continuous and you can on a on a level on a on a very basic level but uh you know a noticeable level you will start to see the benefits of it i also want to challenge people and i've been challenging myself to this lately is when you meet someone new even if it's the the lady making your coffee the first time you meet her, ask for her name. Just be like, I'm Lexi. What's your name? You know, or, and then she tells you her name. The next time you come in, say, Hey, Sherry, you know, how's it going? Use names. That's such a big deal. People don't even do that anymore. Even older it people. Is. And it's not just millennials is who, when was the last time you remembered someone's name? And when you use a name, whenever I, at the, at the bar, whenever I drop a check, I say, thank you, Joe, or thank mm-hmm. you, Tony. And people, people are, are very impressed with me. Yeah, you, you couldn't be more right, Amber. You couldn't be more right. So, <laughs> uh, I, but, but it, 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 it really is. It really is true. It, it, but again, what is that? What is that? It's just about connection. It's a personal connection. It's it's you recognizing that they're in your presence. That's all. It's it's just a right. level of respect, and that's it, and that's that's the one thing that I've seen that the I think it's it comes from the technology again I don't see it personally f- just from the millennial generation or from even from Gen Z now even the younger generation yeah. uh, who who you guys are going to have your hands full with those guys because y- we think you guys have you know had issues with the with the uh, internet and the technological revolution and smartphones right. and all that kind of stuff those those kids started when they were like one 
working on, you know, working on iPads and stuff. So it's, you know, Uh, I plan on being around the people that are using that shit for good. And I mean, only people like you and I can help others be more informed about how do you social media for good? How do you use, you know, watch, letting your kids watch TV for good? Um, because we do want those kids to develop more of a moral code than we think that they mm-hmm. will. Um, I want to bring up, since we are talking about technology, we are talking about social media and um, kind of digging ourselves into that hole. Let's talk about re- responding to text messages. Let's talk about responding to <laughs> emails and um, answering the phone appropriately or leaving a message. So I called one of my best friends that lives in Arizona the other day, and we don't talk much. I can't tell you the last time we spoke on the phone. We always play phone tag. She has kids. We're all living our lives. We're, it's part of growing up. I get it. It's not that big of a deal. But it was funny because what I had brought up to her, I left her a voicemail, and I go, Hey, you know, I just was trying to reach you. I I get you might be busy or whatever, but I go, it's hilarious that we're now at the age where it is appropriate to say, Hey, when do you have 10 minutes to catch up? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be 2 PM or is it going to be 6 PM? When are, when, when are you free to, for me to call you? But it is also, we're also at the age where it's appropriate for me to leave a message just to say, Hey, I'm just calling to say, hello, this is good. That is good. Tell, uh, tell your daughter, you know, I said, I hope she's behaving in school and that blows my mind because I'm fully aware that I wasn't at that age maybe four years ago. Four years ago, I would have texted her like, call me back when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. I have a really funny story. But now it's like, I want to schedule a, a time to talk to you on the phone because I want you to hear my energy. I want you to feel my energy. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to just text. Mm-hmm. But we are at the age where texting sometimes is the only convenient way to communicate. So that type of etiquette is interesting as I've gotten older is I will always respond to a text message in an, in like I'll give myself 24 hours. And if it's longer than that, because I really do just forget, I make sure I know, no, I don't know anybody an explanation, but for myself. So I don't feel bad about the way that I'm interacting with people. I will say, Hey, like, holy shit. I am so sorry. I just saw this or I, or I just thought that, or I just remembered that I hadn't replied. And then I reply. And same thing with emails is I set a day to check all of my emails. Tuesday is my day to check my emails. You don't have to get right back to people, but you have to get back to them. Otherwise, yeah, you just don't look it, very yeah. professional. Well, it's really important. And then what happens is, is that stuff gets buried and then you forget about it. If, totally. you, if you don't jump on it right away, that's more of a, that, that's like a business etiquette thing that I have always found. Yeah. Especially, especially so when, when, types. when all that, that, that's the, that's the, the scenario that I found myself in, in terms of the emails and, and the texting is that is for business. And if I don't address it uh, right away, then I don't remember it because you know, yeah. you got a thousand things going on at the same time and, and you've got to hit it. And it, sometimes it's really and difficult. And also like tough. early relationship texting etiquette or phone calls. Um, it's funny that we're doing this show because it's, it's very important. And I notice it as a single girl that's dating. I notice everything. I notice manners like crazy in another dude, because if I'm potentially going to date you, you better have fucking good manners. Yeah. Listen you up. Know? Guys. And if you listen don't up. set those higher standards for yourself yeah. and for the guys you date, 
you're not going to find the one that's right for you and you're going to end up settling. So what about this perfect example? Me and my homegirls were talking about this the other day. It's so frustrating and irritating when we'll be in the middle of a, a text with a guy that we may be seeing or someone we may potentially go out with. And all of a sudden they will just stop texting us mid conversation. And it was funny because the way my girl brought it to my attention was, I mean, I just get pissed because in real life, if you're having a conversation in the middle of you saying like, oh yeah, I had a really good day. I saw this. I I started reading this really rad book. You might like it. Will they just turn around and walk out the door without saying anything and not talk to you for three days? You know? Yeah. And then, and so then come back and people just pick need it up. to treat yeah. those relationships like, right. And then come back and pick it up like nothing happened. It doesn't make any sense. Please reply back. <laughs> We're at that age, at least for me. I'm at that age where if you're just going to stop texting me, I'm not going to fucking talk to you ever again. Yeah. That's, it's funny ever. that you're, it's funny that you're getting, you're, you're getting to that point. <laughs> I know because it then, is because funny, then, right? Well, that's because then shit starts to matter, and that's and and that is it, that's exactly you know why what I'm happens. getting to that point. And I thought about this as obviously I've gotten older. This week was my birthday, and not saying I had some crazy shifts in my life. Like I always try to have high standards on myself, no matter what age I am. But it's reality. I'm getting to the age where I'm now dating. I'm not just dating to waste time. I don't have time to waste. So if I'm going on a date with you, it's because I like you and I see that there might be a potential in a relationship or a dope partnership. And number one, if I'm going to date you, it means that I think you're dope as fuck. So when it comes to etiquette, if you don't, if, if you're not aware of how you should come off to someone and how you want to look to them, then I don't have time for you because it's, it's as easy as looking someone in the eye or opening the door for me or gentlemen, open the door for chicks. When you take them on dates, it is a game changer, especially in 2017. I mean, Tony, when you and I go out, you always open the door for me and that just shows your respect towards yeah, me. Yeah, and we're not even friend. yeah, we're just friends. Yeah. Exactly. But that's but again, th- I think that has a lot to do with 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 my age and my generation and the fact that yeah, we it does. and it's not everybody. It's not every guy my generation. There's major douchebags that are my age. It's the same but the thing is is that I think I think it's more prevalent now uh, to to not go through pro- a lot of those processes because the, the the girls that I know that that are your age that talk to me about guys their age really the biggest beef that they have is the fact that the guys are are clueless is is really what the definition right. is but that's what it is it comes down to them not opening the door them not paying you know not paying the bill them mm-hmm. you know not acknowledging something if something's happening them you know not not texting them back in in a in a decent time and well it's just, we're just being also sort of in an, we're also living in a time though keep in mind and i think about this um as well as we're living in a time where chicks are like no I can do anything a guy can do. I'm so strong. We, you know, we almost had a woman president. And I get it, girls. That's rad. Be a badass, tough girl. I get it. But also, if you want to be treated like a lady, allow these these dudes to do that, but also expect them to, not just allow them. There's a Otherwise, we're right. gonna they're, we're gonna lose them all. We're gonna lose them all <laughs> because they're gonna think that we're too tough to 
for uh to let them pay for the bill or to open the car door um I know a lot of guys probably just don't open a car door because they don't think the girl wants them. Yeah, that's a that's a, a that's a shitty excuse, and I've talked to guys about that too. Because clients that come to me, male clients that come to me, younger ones, a lot of times we'll get into this conversation about about dating and relationships and and how to act and whatnot. And they're typically their situation is they're saying, well, I don't know because you know it's more equal now, and it's and maybe she'll think that that's misogynistic and all. I go, you know what? Error on the side of just who you are and what and what you want to do. So if you're a nice person and you're respectful and you're attentive, right. then do that. Then go and open yes. the door. And if and she and if she has an issue with that, then she will bring it up or or be aware when you do open the door. If she gives you the smirk, like oh shit, one of these guys. If she has an issue like that, then then bring it up and say, you know, I I was always bring raised it up to be, totally. I was always that chick I, needs to back off. Well, you know, but, but that happens. I mean, a lot of people have their own ways of doing things, and that they and they think that they have their own. And I, but I'm that not, chick's going to be single yeah, for a but, while because she's I, not going to be yeah. the guy that's going to treat her right. I agree, Lex. I totally agree. But that's but then again, you're dealing with just different universes and different ways of seeing stuff. And and it's and maybe that's one thing where she, that's just kind of how she was brought up. And and uh, if he talks to her about it and says, "Listen, I I value you and your time with me, and I respect you as as a woman, and I respect you as a person, and this is how I was raised to be respectful." And maybe she'll oh, no, see I it a different you. way. And, and maybe she'll understand that that's really what it comes down to. Cause I think that's really important. And, and I think a lot of people think that's important, but they don't, they, they, what they do is they, they, they overthink them. They overthink the room on it and they overthink themselves and they think, oh, well, maybe they're thinking this or maybe they're thinking that. And then, so you don't do it. Mm-hmm. So you're not being authentic with who you are. I told you that's the worst problem with my clients, with millennial clients that I have. You guys overthink the fucking room all the time. You're always overthinking yeah. things. Just right. Be, so I love that you said authentic who you are. because a big um, note I wanted to make was, yes, I love people that don't that know how to operate um up to certain standards in different situations so there are different types of etiquette for different situations there are different types of etiquette for different relationships that you're in but the most important is to keep whatever etiquette you're following authentic to who you are and how you were raised because if you aren't used to doing that not saying that you can get comfortable doing things, but it'll be clear as day that you're just putting on a show Completely. because you think yeah. that this yeah. chick you'll wants be, it, you to be, be yeah, a be, well-mannered gentleman. Totally transparent. Exactly. Anytime, anytime yeah. anybody, any, anytime anybody acts inauthentic, it's as transparent as looking through saran wrap. So just try to be as authentic as you possibly can. If somebody doesn't like that or isn't cool with that, then you can strike up a conversation. But if they and if they come across it and you open the door for some girl and then she starts ripping you a new one because you open the door for her, then that's really probably not the person you're going to be with anyway. Right. Just saying. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and people can tell if you are just a well-mannered person. And I think that people... This is the yeah, thing. That's a good point. Is you should just strive to 
be more well mannered and take the challenges and I'll post a blog on my website about different challenges you can take to just become a little bit more well mannered because you're not just going to all of a sudden go from being a dickhead to someone that follows the appropriate etiquette in every situation. It takes time and it takes you to kind of step back through your ego in the back seat and open your fucking eyes to what makes people feel good. So, I mean, I'm going to leave you guys with a couple tips dating wise, gentlemen and ladies, when you go on a date, understand this is taking up some damn time. And if you're anything Mm -hmm. like Tony or I or any of my friends at my age right now, it's a big deal to even agree to go out with you because you're taking up a lot of our time in a day and age where a lot of people are entrepreneurs and have a million jobs because they are creating. If I'm on a date with someone and this dude isn't even listening to me and I can tell he's just looking at my boobs, I am going to be fucking pissed. So what I'm saying is, listen, look each other in the eyes, leave your phone in the car and really, truly listen, ask questions. You know what I say? I say, get deep. I say that if this is the first date and you don't have much time to maybe even go on a second date, you better get every answer answered in this hour that you have so that you can really decide whether you want to, again, spend some more time with this person. So don't even, don't ask stupid fucking surface, um, questions. Try to get deep. Follow the person that they're telling you they are and follow that stem of attraction that you have to their soul. As crazy as it sounds, because it's not only going to save you some time, you're going to figure out whether this person is for you or not just right there. Yeah, I would say, but pay attention because sometimes people get freaked the fuck out when you do that. So, you know, if you, well, if you go, right. if you go, Don't if you go, like if you go right, if you're going too deep, then, <laughs> then break it off and start talking about, you know, dogs or cats or something. So you'll know, right. you'll know when people are going to are starting to squirm a little bit. I have actually ended a, a couple dates prematurely by really delving into girls that did have wanted no business being delved into at that point. Right. So, but, but that's, but that's a good idea. But then, you know, then, you know, somebody who you can connect with. I think that really, that's really what it comes down to it. So what's your second tip? Um, so I think my second tip would be try to be present in the most mundane situations that you're in every day, pumping gas, um, like I always say, getting coffee, uh, getting a car wash, little little situations like that. Ask about the person, get names, smile at them. You know, don't just talk about the weather, but say, I like that color shirt on you. It really brings out your eyes. And don't be cheesy about it, but make, make someone feel good. Make someone smile. People say that when you're feeling down, what you should do is call someone and say, what can I do for you today? Or if you're feeling down about yourself, go out and buy the person behind you's coffee. Because little things like that are just going to up your self-confidence mm-hmm. because you're going to feel like you're contributing to your community. Yeah, and actually you release uh, endorphins and you release all these really cool chemicals when you do, do do that and it'll help you feel better if you happen to do that. Yeah, just be present yeah. in general. My, um, my tip is just to, to try to be uh, as more uh, as aware of a human being and as good of a human be as a neighbor as possible. And if you're out and about, uh, I can tell you from a Gen Xers perspective and if you're a millennial, pick up your head from your phone that's all. And understand that there are other people around you. If you choose to go out your door, then you choose to be a part of this team that's out there, which is not just you. It's everybody else. 
So be be a right. part of it and be aware and say thanks when somebody opens a door for you and or open the door for somebody with a bunch of boxes. Be aware that that it's about everybody helping each other out there. It's not just about you trying to go through an obstacle course of other people out there and get home without interacting with anybody in any sort of fashion whatsoever. It's a matter of being a yeah. part of society. And that's the one thing that I see uh, that's uh, that's that we're having a bit of a problem with right now. So you can go to javabud.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, the I'm not sure if we're going to put the video up because we've had serious Skype issues today. But <laughs> if I if I can right if, well if I can patch it to speaking of energy, it's at San Diego. It, you see, it's it's your your energy is getting in the way of the Skype, Lex. And my roommate just fucking broke our favorite pipe on the kitchen floor. What Sweet. the fuck? That's Sweet. cue for us. That, that's a good, yeah. So hit well, me up, Lexi at Crucial. for sure. <laughs> Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com. My site will be up soon. I'm, I'm a perfectionist, like I said, but you guys are going to absolutely love it. I am so stoked. Hit me up if you guys want a free consult. Con- <laughs> Edit. Or a consultation. Hit me up if you guys want a free consultation. So, so have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Peace out. Could keep my hands on myself. Pick out dust and